Kayanos, 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 fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos. for three years three years he was seeking for the anointing are you with me after fasting for three years seeking for the anointing even one drop of oil I mean palm oil not normal palm oil the palm oil I'm talking about is that one you put in fire and use it have you fried something before after frying the first one, second one, third one, it is already degraded. What is that? Where is Valentine? When you heat oil, something dissociates from zero omega one to omega. There is something. There is this chain, aromatic chain that is there. Oga, are you not a chemistry student? <laughs> Oga, come and report. You need to report yourself. I know this. I, I, I studied food science and technology, and one of the things that they is not all oil is not healthy. There is something that makes some healthier than others, and it is those chain that makes it fatty, and the other one numb. Who knows that? Hi. Let's get back to our book. Somebody should tell me the answer because I need to use it and teach. This man now, even the oil that has been degraded to that level, the... What is this thing that connects one compound to another? The bonds have dissociated as a, as a result of much heating. Much heating. It is no more safe for you. You know, when it dissociates like that, the end will become radicals. It will become oxidative. See the way you are smiling. Am I not getting it? I, I try for school. Oh, is this if I'm not with Bible, I think I would have survived too. Amen. Don't you think so? <laughs> the problem with that radical is that it is looking for something to react with in your body. And that is the beginning of cancer. That is the beginning of growth. Because if it can attract, it will be looking for all those other compounds that doesn't have duty in your body. Doesn't have duty. But this compound on its own is sitting quietly, so it attracts others. Before you know it, it becomes something like a growth. 
Are you now seeing where the danger is? Even that kind of oil, the man did not receive. He was becoming more lean, more lean, more lean, more lean, and he did not receive anything. My reverend that taught me ministry many years ago, he came and told me a story. Because those days he would be telling me to as you fast, give yourself to the world. Give yourself to other things. Don't just be fasting in limbo. You are just fasting, fasting. And some people are fasting and busy. Hmm? I saw you, you are struggling to pray this evening. You are the one. Struggling to I was watching you from the back. I said, I will give you prayer after this service. Why are you fasting if you can't pray? You are is well, there is power in just fasting. But when I check somebody that is not in solitude, you are not alone. At least it affords you the opportunity to meditate and gaze upon God. That is if you know the, the, the act of meditation. You are just running around, going to school, doing many things. And you are just fasting, you did not pray. You, you are just doing it. You have noticed that little power is coming out from it. Little effectiveness. Because majority of the time, what people call fasting in the body of Christ is hunger strike. Sometimes me hunger strike. I'm telling you why white people will come and use tea, use coffee, use some things, and then they will fast, and then miracles will break out. We will come down to Africa and do 40 days dry. Somebody said he did 40 days dry, and I'm looking at his life. Do you know what is 40 days? There is little or no evidence to show. One of the proof that he did 40 days was the ulcer, the demons, the sicknesses, the afflictions. In fact, the only proof, he is now carrying a certificate. I did 40 days. I did for So any, anywhere he appears... He brings his certificate. The certificate of people that has done 40 days. If, and he's even showing God that certificate of 40 days. That God, eh? The reason why you should answer me is 40 days. 40 days. As if God is threatened by your 40. If you like 200, he is not, not moved by those things. I want to show you. I want to help you. So you don't just be going, be going, be going. And you will think that along the line something will happen. Along the line, nothing will happen. Because you did not get your coordinates correct. You see, God, God is just. In fact, do you know how God is? If you don't meet up with the requirements to receive what He gave, He will show you mercy. The mercy He will show you is to listen to this thing I'm teaching you now. So that you will be able to realign yourselves in such a way that you will benefit and maximize spiritual exercises. So let me show you one or two things. How to maximize spiritual exercises. Psalm chapter 34 verse 18. Psalm chapter 34 verse 18. Psalm chapter 34.
So number one thing is that you have to present to God a heart, a posture of heart that is consistent with the heart of God. You must retain a posture of heart that is consistent with the heart of God. And this thing now, this number one, we will not be able to finish it in teaching it. But I just needed to guide you so that some of you might need to do further studies. Or, if the Holy Spirit allows us, we'll go further. But I needed to show you this thing because we have already started the journey. Are you, are you getting the point? So that you don't, you, you get the information right on time. So that you'll be able to adjust certain things in your life in case you have not been able to do so. It has bothered me. Has it not bothered you? That it is not the people that pray the most that receive some kind answers. It's not the people that fast the most. It's not... So what is it? What is it if it's not by more, more, more fasting? There is even sometimes you'll be praying when you finish. The more you are praying, the more depression is increasing. You ask, what is this thing now? Should I even stop praying? Huh? And many of you will now run to my inbox and say, Papa, is it that God hates me? Is it that God, is it that God hates me? Why is he not hearing my own voice? Papa, tell, tell, this, tell this your Jesus to hear me too. <laughs> You know, it's not easy to be what we are because people will take their frustration on God, on Jesus, on people, and then they will land it on your head. And they are expecting you to be angry and be disappointed and tell them go. So the the more you are not disappointed, the more they are, because they are looking for a reason to say, I'm no more doing. They are just looking for a reason. If they now get that reason from you, they will say, talk, God is over. But the more they are saying it, in case you return tomorrow and say, I'm no more doing it, it has not nullified the requirement of getting what you seek in God. One of the greatest things I learned in my journey with God is by the mercy of God, I was exposed to certain teachings by people like Reverend David Obwini, and he told us he was teaching using an example that he learned from the man of God, Evangelist A.A. Allen. Evangelist A.A. Allen came and told the people those days that there is a reason why you don't have power. He was telling them. Because many of them said, God gives some people power, that he gives some people give. He said, no, there is a reason why you don't have power. And that reason is what I'm teaching you. There is a reason why you don't have that result you are seeking. There is a reason why you have not broken into the fountains of depth of humility and character. Even though you are fasting and seeking God about it, seem as if we are getting worse. There is a reason why. Huh? He told them there is a reason why. And he prayed and fasted until Jesus appeared to him and showed him 14 things that was wrong with his life. Before he used to say everything is normal, there is the, God showed him what 14 things, and out of those 14, he showed us 12. Two were personal things. 14. Meanwhile, 
all the pastors around him, they were saying everything is normal. It is okay. That let's continue going. You know, if God wants to give us, He will give us. If God wants it to happen, He will happen. Stop singing. In this context now, don't sing this one. When the will of God has been clearly spelled out concerning your life, concerning the matter. If you say in that one now, it will mean that you are trying to force words inside the mouth of God. Because God has already what? Spoken. What you need to do is to take action. Begin to obey from the standpoint of what God has said. And you are still saying, Anybody touch you, you say, I've tried. I'm tell- they don't understand that language in heaven. I have tried. Because the day you are saying you have tried, there is at least 7,000 people that is passing through what situation that have done the right thing and gotten the right result. That's what happened to Elijah. He said, I'm not better than my father. Take me. God said, oh God, calm down. There are what? 7,000 that have not bowed. Just because you are not seeing them and they are not around you doesn't mean they don't take six. For God to allow something to happen to you, there must be a witness. Huh? God doesn't just allow things to happen or manifest. There is a witness. There is somebody living in that kind of situation irrespective of what is happening. That is why God is just to allow it to happen to you. So when you say, uh, it's just that you have not appeared, they will show you hundred people that you don't even know that when you see their situation that's why sometimes God allows you to hear or see something when you, there are some things people will tell you you forget your own problem eh? and start praying for them I'm telling you what do you think what do you think you have not touched what do you think? You are still saying you have not touched something, you have not touched something, but you can pray for 24 hours. You can wake up anytime and go. You think, do you know what the spirit of prayer is? It's a license to touch anything in God. As long as a man can pray, there, there is nothing can be withheld from the man that can pray. Because it is in prayer you enforce whatever the scripture have captured. You can begin as long as you can pray, especially the prayer by the spirit. This prayer in the spirit is 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 an atomic power. God. Somebody, as you are saying, you have not taught something by your prayer. Somebody else is saying, if God will help me to pray for thirty minutes, there are people and churches, millions and millions of Nigerians and Africans that cannot survive one hour prayer. Your own is that you want to stop prayer. <laughs> if you have prayer, you have you have the instrument. The only thing that might be lacking now is is radar. Eh? Your radar might not be correct, but you already have your instrument. You know that. Once you get your radar and coordinates correct, 
This is what drives you to where you are going. You think it's easy to know what you are supposed to do and you are able to implement it in priesthood. Some of you are young, but I have done this ministry long enough to see people know what they are supposed to do and they don't do it and they die as a result of the consequences of negligence. Negligence not because they want to, but because they feel it's, a, it's too much of a price to pay for them to enter into. But many of you, all you are, many people here, we, God has brought us through many waters. And 70% of us here, where we are in the spirit, is where we are asking God, just show us the price we will pay. Do you know what it takes God to bring you to that place? It's just that you are too used to spiritual things that it has become common to you. And anytime a generation has irreverence for sacred things, eh? God will withdraw himself. Because God hides himself in the things that you are likely to dishonor. God likes playing with you. So that if you are not careful in the bid, in the attempt to play with you, you begin to dishonor holy things. And then when he withdraws, you start asking, is it too bad what I did? You don't know how bad it is. Huh? And he's not willing to tell you. These are the things you read by the runes and leadings that is found in relationship. When you are in a relationship with God, there are many things he might not open his mouth and tell you. You will just be feeling it. You will just know that this is how it should be. This is how it should be. It preserves his sacredness. You will not come and see a hard and fast rule. But you will just know that this is how it should be. And when you say, ah, I know God, if, even if I masturbate, I do many things, even if I lie, I oppress, I do, you know, you just be moving. If you do that, God will say, is it because I embraced? How many of you has happened to you before? You saw somebody, the way you opened up to the person, you are, and then the person now misbehave. Hey! Say, is it because of the way that this person did like this? It'd be like, are you getting the point? You now withdraw. Make everybody know, let's define roles. Let's define levels. It's not as if you don't want to continue, but your benevolence, the benevolence of the spirit has been trampled upon. The magnanimity of the spirit has been trampled upon. Eh? His liberty has been trampled upon. That is why people like Paul will tell you, don't take the liberty of God for granted. Are you with me? Now watch my scripture. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of what? A broken heart. It was the scripture that was telling us in the book of Acts. I think Acts chapter 14, 13 or 14. The scripture was saying there that I have found David. A man after what? My heart. And I began to wonder because I have checked that man David and if you look in the natural there are many more bad things he did than even saw but there is something about the heart of David that is why if you will make progress in God in spiritual exercises huh? put more effort on the heart than on the action the exercise itself is not worth much when there is not much heart backing it in fact the fruitfulness and the power of the exercise fasting prayer giving or whatever is first of all traced to the heart that is bringing forth the sacrifice. That is 
actually the fundamental issue. Why is my voice now well like this? Uh-huh. That is the fundamental issue God had with Cain. You know, we said that Cain offered. Mommy, Casey, first we can offer a call. J. Better. Although I want a Bible. It's not in the Bible. Everything that was happening to Cain uh, is a matter of the heart. Even when God opened his mouth and gave him cancer, because in my own opinion, God didn't want him to fall prey to that. So he has to step in by an act of mercy and say, that, look at what is lying at your door. Where is the door? I want to ask, where is the door? The door is at the heart. So whatever emphasis God is making is a matter of where? Because if you look, you will see that, in my own opinion, he brought big yam. In fact, his trust was on how big his yam is. And how big the things he brought is. As if God eats yam. Oh, no. I will show you some things. Huh? I will show you. I think I might just even, I have a few points, but I, I might just end up with just this heart. What brought me here is heart. Not how much I prayed. I have prayed though. I have fasted. But what brought me here is heart. Eh? I was looking to be like David. A broken and a contrite heart. When God is unhappy, you are restless. You will force everything until God becomes happy. There are people, if God, if God is pointing at certain things in their life, if God is unhappy, they will gloss over it and continue to move. As long as they can still do one or two things, they are okay. They feel that God has neglected it. They are not interested in the mood of God. These are salient dimension of the activities of the spirit. It is not pronounced. It is not conspicuous. So there is no hard and fast rule. There is no doctrine around it. It is organic. And because there is no doctrine, no man can sufficiently teach another man. We can only open the gateways of that knowledge to you. You can enter there by an experience. And when you come there, you will only navigate by the leadings of the spirit in your inward man. You will begin to touch light certain matters. Any man that ignores it is not a man after God's heart. These are dealings within the inward man. Certain things that can be ignored before we no more be ignored. Because God is looking for a heart. Something that has merged with his heart that he can breathe upon you and you carry the same body in his heart. Men of mighty burdens are men that their heart is aligned to God. That is how you receive burdens. Not necessarily because you pray, but because you are meditating on God. He's bro- when his heart breaks, he breaks your heart. When he displays, he displeases you. Your desire is to... Where are you, Jehovah? Where are you? Hey, that is the cry of the one, the Shulamite. Huh? The Shul- come, come, o- return, O Shulamite, return, that we might look upon thee. Hey, when you cry upon to a man like this, he will, he will invest value in your spiritual engagement. Your 30 minutes with him will be worth more than 7 hours than another man gave. Why? There is so much heart in that 30 minutes. So much heart. That is the difference between the prayers we pray and some of the ones you pray around the western part of the hemisphere. 
when they pray, there is so much heart in it. So much heart. When they appear and say, I love you, Jesus, they know what it means to say, I love you, Jesus. But many people say, I love you. They don't, it's on their lips. Nothing is there. It's after me, heart. The Lord is nigh. He's always, he's the one looking for people of certain kind of heart. You don't, you don't look for God when your heart is correct. Huh? You see, the wounds of the spirit is like what happens between two dogs. And there is a proverb that our culture captures. He said that the relationship between two dogs is that one falls for another and the other falls for another. We don't know who is the person wooing each other. At some point, we think you are the one pressing into God. But when you look where you will see that God is wooing you. Return, O Shunammite. Return. It's a heart experience. When you enter there, God will not want to leave you. That's where Benihim entered and the Holy Spirit invested something that this earth has not seen before in his life. He says sometimes he wants to leave that place. He will feel the Holy Ghost tell him, stay a little more. Stay a little more. I want to be that man, Jesus. Ah. Meanwhile, many people are looking for God. God is looking for certain men. I have found David. Who found each other? Why? Heart. You are going to cry today. Break my heart. Why is it that my heart is this hard? God has been trying to make a road to you for long. He has been knocking. Get something about the man we talk about. As mighty as he is. He said, I stand at the door of your heart. And I knock. Who will open? And then I will enter. There is a banquet before us. There is a feast. There is a festival. But only men of a broken heart can partake of it. There is a call again. If we will take advantage of the move of God, the exercises that God has ordained, that we enter into the fruitfulness that he has kept for the season, then our hearts have to be realigned. Make me a man after your heart, O oh God. O oh God. I am not willing to continue like this. There must be something. There must be something about my heart that can be shifted. If everything is alright, then, oh my God. Ah. I have found David, my servant. A man after my heart. I. I. Sally Ambrekal. See Take everything, give me a heart that pants for you. A heart that loves me. A heart that trembles at your word. I open the door. I open the door. The secret chambers of my heart, I open it to you. The secret place. I know I have opened other doors in my heart, but there are chambers I've hidden away from you. I took the key, I hid it away. Today I offer you the key to my heart. Enter. Dine with me. Dine with me. Dine with me, Master. Dine. Make me yours. Make me yours. Return, O Shulamite. Return. Return that we might gaze upon you. Return. Return. 
Tisifana Brene Hekambe Litisana Mata O Krete Samahambre Shitifaka Mahambra Tikomba Hatai Sana Hapenakati Abrede Mehambe Kombre Zilo Pakambra Tahamata Abetem Broka Mambele Zila Hampatala Akani Mandele Abratena Habakati Sila Kaliatela Mahabretaria Kalea Sonabantia Kelebaba Ruante Palikaria Tela Ambreta Candela Nicoma Renomo Susele Valacati Anelim Bretia Cabala Habeletola Sinahal Sinahalemanacale Aferetela Sonamahambel Alehamelia Kaili no Mosila, Petemambre Kalehatela, Satabambre Likutala Hamela, Afenetela, Afenete Kiante Peremante, Paparante Pecobrana Hapantela, Shaneman Kapilam Beletua, Sate Caparana Hapanaka, Caponde, Caponde Lemenecate, Caponde Cambre, Zita Caprendia Ratamanaka. Sacrifices of God and broken spirit and broken and 
But he is not seeing much heart in you. I think you need to change your prayer. Give me heart. Give me heart. My own has been stolen. Some of you, is a relationship that stole your own. Is your resource that stole your own. Amen. Four or five carryovers have, have stolen your heart. My karama. Some people is money. The worst one, the worst is that some people, ministry stole their heart. They think they still have heart. They don't know. They think just because they are having resort or laboring in ministry means their heart is intact. Ministry has stolen your heart. You need to go and do heart check. It's not even heart check. You need to go and look for your heart. Heart search. Where, where, where are you, my heart? Because if you are pressing, some of you can touch your heart, but it's just 20% you are touching. The remaining one has been stolen. Where is your heart? Where is your heart? Hope. Huh? Is the recovery of heart we are doing now? Because your heart has been invested in many places. Huh? There is something they call something of the hubris. I be something. So I'm forgetting what they call it. That thing is designed in such a way that a heart is divided in many places and locked in many boxes. Different part of your heart. What's that thing called? Somebody here knows it. It is locked up in many. We need to retrieve your heart from wherever it is. All the locations where it is domiciled. One after another. One after another. I'm not saying you don't have anything at all, but you, you just have 20%. And the investment that God wants to make in your life, or you expect God to make in these exercises, it is something that, that it will take 40% of heart to carry. Huh? But you just have 20%. Your, the remaining portion invested somewhere. Some people, Forex, Forex have collected Forex have collected half of their heart. Hmm? We have not retrieved your heart. Oh. It is your body that is coming here. Many people, their body is coming, but their heart is still there. Do you know how you will know? If two million enter now, Four million or five. Me, I know. Because I've seen it in the spirit. You will still go back. You. Your heart is still there. The only thing is that God allowed this period so that you will not be able to establish the thing that you don't know that your heart is still there and you don't even know how much. You need to cry this night. Recover my heart. There is some of your heart that is left in some kind of ministry and some kind of things you did in life. Your heart is still there. Huh? You have not succeeded in retrieving your heart from what God used you to do yesterday. Your heart is still in how mightily God used you yesterday. So if he wants to administrate dealing or work with you today, he's not working. When you remember you have raised cripple before, it is not allowing you to bend to what God is doing now. Where is your heart? Minister. The miracle he did two years ago through your hand, that's where your heart is. The way God used it in campus, your heart is still there in campus. Huh? Oh, should I stop? 
Let me tell you, your heart is still in the way God used some people, the way God used. So there is no way you cannot make reference to any advancement again except that time. Huh? Where is your heart? The sacrifices of God, you will retrieve your heart, then it needs to be broken. Huh? You don't have heart. And I'm not saying somebody that is crying, no. You can cry, but your heart is lost. It is easier to, it's very easy to shed tears. But when the Holy Ghost touches your heart, you will know. You will know. Because you will begin to experience singleness. In my opinion, every young man, every young person should experience singleness at a point in your work with God. Singleness is not being married or not. Singleness is in the heart. It's in the heart. Let Jesus own everything, even if it's for one year. Where is your heart? You know, some of it is in your practice, your heart. Some of it is in your practice. I know you won't believe me. But some of many people, their heart is in their practice, their ministry, their money. Their, even, I, I don't want to say this one. Let me leave it, let me leave it. But your heart... We need to retrieve your heart. That's what you can offer. You, that thing you are doing, what it, what the the what before God is the heart in it. Not, no, the fast in itself is not worth anything. People just come and keep themselves for one year, and there is no heart in what they are doing. Majority of them is because their GO said they will fast for one month. They are fasting because GO said you fast. They are fasting these 50 days because Papa said they will fast. Should I tell you something? Stop fasting. See, all of you here, eh? there is no fasting in these 50 days. Just stop. Let every man that fast fast because his heart is in it. If your heart is not in it, you are free. Just eat well three times a day. You will still make progress at, at the pace of a man that eats three times a day. Eh? There is the progress that a man makes when he eats three times a day. You will still make that progress. Instead of just suffering yourself, there is no heart in it. Where is my heart? Retrieve it. Is it in Castina? Where is my heart, oh God? Some people, their heart is in their family. They, even, even when God is telling them anything, they can't hear anything. The only thing they're hearing is my mother, my father my children, my siblings even God, even when God wants to intervene in their life, you will not hear because you have surrounded your life with a lot of voices where is your heart now? God needs your heart so that it can work the sacrifices of God are what? a broken spirit you don't know how hard you are very hard very hard you don't know how strong you are. You, you like this. Very, very. It's only your face that, it's only your body that, it, your heart. Hey. They need Monday hammer. 
sledgehammer to break it. That's why many times when God is breaking you, he doesn't look at your face. Your tears when he's breaking you is part of the spices. <laughs> it's part of the spices, the condiment that is needed to make the work of the apothecary to prosper. Is what? Your tears. Don't be, if you don't cry enough, it will not work. So it's good to cry. Sometimes drop bucket and cry so that it will be full. Mm. But God is looking for heart and he will continue to put you in the threshing floor. Eh? He will put you in the threshing floor. He's looking for heart. That's why he's putting this. Some people, because he must have your heart, he allows certain things to happen to you. But it's not necessary. What he's looking for is what? And there are many people that pass through hard things, yet hearts did not come out of that hard thing. But the purpose of hardship and hard things is that hearts will what? But heart did not come out. Meanwhile, the sacrifices that God seeks is what? A broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. God will not despise. I mean, you know what it means. Have you seen something in your life that you cannot ignore? Before you got born again, after you got born again, with all your fire, everything, once you see it, it must catch your attention. That's what a broken and a contrite heart does to God. I mean, God is on his way. He's going somewhere. Eh? And then he sees by the side a broken and a contrite heart. He will come and deal with it first before he will now continue on the journey. Eh? Sometimes you don't need to pray for certain. All you need to do is to say, Baba, see the heart here. Once you drop a broken and a contrite heart, even if God is making his target is this guy. He's not you. In these 50 days, you are not even in the original names. There are people he has marked out to touch in the next 12 days. You are not there. But you just kept, you know that he will pass here. And should I tell you, God will pass here. <laughs> May God give you understanding. He will pass here. All you need to do, make sure your heart is on the way. A broken and a contrite one. He will just be passing. So he is not seeing divine. What he's seeing is a heart. Hmm? He wanted to pass and meet innocent, but he saw heart. His target was innocent, but he saw heart. Eh? He will say, I cannot overlook this. He, he will be trying to turn. The heart will turn him this way. He will have to minister to this heart. Because as far as he's concerned, it is this heart that is the investment in a man that he looks for. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. How does a man maximize spiritual exercises? Hmm. I think I will read three more scriptures on this. They are mostly saying the same thing, but I need you to see scriptures. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 15. You are there, say amen. Isaiah chapter 51. 51 verse 15. But I am the Lord thy God. Are you sure this is where I'm looking for?
Can you show this where I'm looking for? Let me look for, look for it myself. Let's, let, let's move forward to 5715. Okay, 5715. 5715. Okay, I think it's my writing that this evening. 5715. For thus said the high and lofty one that inhabited eternity. <laughs> God is a humorous God. He first of all started introducing himself. He is what? The high and what? Lofty one. That inhabited where? I don't understand. That means the frame of reference that can capture this kind of being is what? Eternity. He said, whose name is what? Holy. All these things that is being mentioned here cannot be found on earth. All these things they are mentioning here cannot be found on earth, cannot be found in the natural. So there is a big problem. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of what? And what? God introduced himself and said that the high and lofty one that dwells in eternity. If he dwells in eternity, that means we, there is nothing here that can capture his reference. But there is something. There is something. If God dwells in eternity, there is one location that eternity can be found in the whole universe, especially on this earth and physical realm. Where is that location? The Bible said in the book of Ecclesiastes that God has set what? Eternity in our heart. That's, the only, that's why God he can only dwell in our heart. Because it is only the heart of man that have the capacity to capture eternity. And the Bible said that this is the high and lofty one. And this kind of person, huh? his frame of reference is eternal, high and lofty. He said, even the holy. There is nothing on earth that is holy. Holiness is as a result of the fact that God himself touched something. Huh? I'm not here to talk about holiness. But there are two di directions in holiness. Holiness is not holiness until God brings his presence. Actually, it is the presence of God that sanctifies a matter. It is because God's presence came on a matter that we called it holy. And the duty of the person that the presence of God has come upon to make holy is to maintain the atmosphere of God's holiness. And that is the actions that we live. So everything you are doing to become holy is not useful until the impartation or the appearance of a presence from the person that is holiness himself. It is from that point that a man can retain the capacity to be called holy. So the Bible said many times, he will tell Moses, when you come out from my presence, take your clothes, your garment, and hang it. Because anywhere my, that you enter with that garment, it sanctifies that place. You don't know what it means. 
if an anointed and holy man takes his hand and puts on a prostitute and say you are blessed, that person becomes blessed. Blessed in prostitution. If you take it and put on an arm robber and say you are blessed, he is blessed in arm robbery. Let me leave that. He, he will even steal from your cousin and go scot-free. He will be killing people and go scot-free. Do you know why? You sanctify the hidden. And that's why you remove it before you come out. The anointing is called holy because it is not supposed to touch the flesh, touch the natural. Even though it is common now. That's not my point. Let's see 62 verse 1 and 2. Is it 62? 66 verse 2 rather. 66 verse 2. 66 verse 2. Let's start from verse 1. Thus said the Lord, the heaven is my throne. And what? I didn't hear you. The heaven is my throne and the earth is what? Where is the house that thou where is the house that ye built unto me and where is the place of my rest? Huh? Give me a little volume. Just more. Pay attention. Stop doing any other thing. Focus on this. Where is God's house? You don't have a convincing answer. Your answer is very weak. When it is brought before judgment, it will, it will shiver. Who is taking my scripture away? Oh, media unit. Where is God's place of rest? time to show you but if you if you check the scripture you will see a consistent analogy that God is looking for a place of rest and as I taught you people that when you had the question that angels and high ranking beings asked and said what is man it is not a question of identity it is a question of purpose. So God originally created man that he will have rest. Uh, when do you say that a man has rest? And what is the system that brings about rest? Hmm? What? You are wrong. There is a reason why they say that demons don't have rest. Why? A man that doesn't have a house doesn't have rest. And that is why demons are called disembodied spirits. Give me my mic. Without body, there is no rest. So for God to move from his realm and coming into this realm, we have to create a house for him. Are you getting the point? Man is that house that God can have rest. He said, the heaven is my throne and the earth my footstool. Where is the house that you build for me? And where is the place of my what? Rest. 
and in typification when the dove appeared uh, during the time that um, Noah built his ark he came he couldn't rest he came he couldn't there is no place of rest for the dove until an ark the only place that dove can stay in the whole wide world is that ark what is the significance of an ark huh? ark is the house of God and that the ark is what the believer is supposed to be when he has mirrored all the dimensions of rest that he's supposed to be God need to enter and have rest give me verse 2 I don't want to show you the mystery of rest huh? there is a rest we cannot have in this age until this vile body is taken away huh? they, do you know what it means to rest the powers that is in your recreated woman spirit eh? the ordinations that you carry many of them cannot find expression in this age what we can only do many times is to touch the powers of the age to come if some of them come in this your body this your body will melt it will mean that your, this body is not yet a house that the powers of the age to come cannot rest it wants to rest but it cannot rest it cannot it cannot many times when an angel come and touch you you fall that is not supposed to be so I don't want to go there Jesus carried God fully and he was walking the streets nothing leaked he was, he was normal God is not looking for new preachers. It's not as if others won't come. He's looking for, for God carriers. Acts everywhere. When they appear, they have given God rest to a sufficient measure. The measure to which you give God rest is what will be manifest to a generation. Let me leave that. But God is looking for Ackmen. But to this, for all those things hath my hand what made, and all those things have been, said the Lord. But to this man will I what look, even to him that is of that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. I don't have time to do reference. There, there are many scriptures to interpret this scripture. And part of the reason I started and was going from scripture. Sister, are you with me? Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. The reason why we went from one scripture to another is so that you see that what we are talking about is a constant future in the scripture. It is, it is something that is consistent. It is a matter you cannot throw away. In fact, it is a matter you can build doctrine around. Even though when you get into the experience, there is no doctrine that can capture the experience. But we have sufficient logos in the scripture, letters to build doctrine around the matter of the heart. As a matter of fact, the majority of the teaching of the scripture to bring men to the place where God has ordained for them and where God can use them the way he wants is all about the heart. If you know how much the scripture spoke about the heart, 
or in fuller context, when you come to the new covenant, they stop mentioning heart a lot. They started talking about inward man, inward man, inward man, inward man. People like Paul. Eh? More or less, it's still the same thing. Eh? It is still talking about what goes on that we cannot see. The frame of the composition that is within that only have the capacity to trap the dimensions of the eternal God. And remember that what a generation seeks eh, is the outpouring of God. They are not looking for you. There is nothing about grace that they want. What they are looking for is God himself. And you will be only useful to this generation to the degree that you have trapped God. It is the administration of God from your life that is the authority of your ministry. And the Bible made us to understand that that life is in Christ Jesus, the Son of God. So when we carry him, eh, the, the extent to which we have granted him rest, he said he is knocking. When we grant him rest, then we can carry him from place to place. When we look, it's Jesus that is looking. When we stretch our hands and touch a crippled man, it is Christ himself that stretches his hands. You dominate cancer by Christ in you. When you look at a, a young lady that is depressed, molested, abused, huh? you touch the person and say, Jesus loves you. Huh? What you are doing is that you are releasing Christ, the love of God inside that person. It will instantly deliver the person from 20 years of suffering from the bondage of abuse. He has gone for deliverance. No, They have done 21 days. You even go to the church where they are doing deliverance and seduce the pastor. Because he, she is so battered, she, is, she has vowed to batter everybody that comes apart. And you look at the person and say, Jesus loves you. And something enters. Christ the love subdues everything that darkness has brought. There is something that can conquer the power of hell. It is the love of God. That love has to be has to rest. It has to rest. Where is it supposed to rest? In the heart. Ah. Make me your man, Jesus. Make me your man. The man after your heart. Take everything from me. Uh, when ministry starts standing in the way, take me. Let's pause. Let's leave ministry. One day we will leave ministry, leave this earth. But my love relationship with you will continue. Huh? My heart will continue to be a resting place for you. Huh? Invest yourself in me. It will not be wasted. This is a very heavy prayer. I will not leak you out. I will not take for granted your overtures. I will not take for granted your wounds. I will not take for granted your drawings. I will not take for granted your investments. I will not take for granted the things that you are bringing me into. I open my heart. I open my heart. I refuse to have a knowledge of you in my head only. Let the knowledge of you fill my heart. Can you make this prayer for two minutes? Can you make this prayer for two minutes? Two minutes. This is the secret. So that you will not labor in vain. The Bible says that the labor of the fool wearies him. Because he knoweth not how to go to the city 
I bring you news today. The heart of the man is the gateway into God. The heart of the man is the gateway into fruitfulness. The heart of the man is the gateway into eternity. The heart of the man is the gateway into the riches that is in Christ. The heart of the man is the gateway into the resources of God. The heart of the man is the gateway into life and power. The heart of the man is the gateway into light. The heart of the man. The heart of the man. The heart of the man. <laughs> oh my God. Do something to our heart. Recover the heart of this generation. Wherever it is trapped. In the things that it is trapped. Even them that is trapped in ministry. Recover our heart from ministry. Recover our heart from ministry. Recover our heart. Recover our heart. Recover our heart. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Recover our heart. Yet he pleased the Lord to bruise him. 
he had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. This is where I'm going. He shall see of the travail of his soul and he shall be what? Irrespective of all these sacrifices, the holder of divine scales of justice will keep watching. He will keep watching until your sacrifices produce travail from your heart. It is when that travail from your sacrifices has filled. Where is this travail coming from? Travail of his soul. This word soul here is a component part of the heart. So when this man is suffering, Eh? They are extracting juice from his heart. It is not the suffering in itself that have the power to do anything. It is the travail of what? The soul. That is why I believe that groanings is the deepest dimension of prayer. Because when a man deeply groans, he is pouring away his heart. He is pouring away his life. Eh? He was stricken, afflicted, despised. Everything he was suffering Yet, the one that is measuring his suffering is not counting the affliction, the sickness. He is counting the soul travail that is in it. And it is when it was met that a testimony was born. What was the testimony? He was satisfied. I pray that we retain the heart that we satisfy the demands of our sacrifices. May our sacrifices not be wasted in the name of Jesus. May God have great respect unto our sacrifice in these 50 days. And may he look upon us and be satisfied in Jesus' mighty name. Tomorrow we meet again by 5 p.m. Go home and ponder on these matters. Don't take it with levity. These are the matters that should weigh on your heart. Let your prayers be light. Let it be filled with heart. And let God make quick progress. Once a man's sacrifices is filled with heart he will make very very quick progress god can have his way in that man very fast it is not how long is it it's not even how intense primarily huh? it is how much god has gained inroad into your heart you are blessed in